0: the jazz last week. It felt like Hannibal Smith and a plan was coming together, but all that has changed. Welcome to About This Writing Thing, a weekly podcast about living the writing life. I'm your host, Sayward Eller, writer for women, podcaster, and MFA student. I'm not one to talk much about my goals. In fact, I rarely set any for myself because I so often fail at reaching them. Same thing for resolutions. Why well, set something when you'll completely disregard it afterward? And trust me, I do. <laughs> I'm not sure why I do it, but I do, so that's me. This year, I've decided to go against myself and set a few achievable goals. Maybe the problem with the goals I've set in the past is that I don't believe I can reach them. Thus, I sabotage myself, bringing that self-fulfilling prophecy to fruition. Don't worry, I'm not getting into all that in this episode, or any episode really. It, it's too mind-bending for me. <laughs> I just happen to have realizations while I'm recording, and that's one of them. Thank you for helping me figure myself out, I guess. (laughs) Before I get into my goals, I want to give you some updates, or really just one big update. You know last week when I was so excited because I was finally finished with my book? Well, it turns out I'm not finished. I'm one of those people that always says when the story's told, it's told. No need to add words just to fit market expectations. Unfortunately, agents and publishers don't share that thought, or so I've heard. This leaves me with two choices. Submit it as it is, at 67,000 words, which is 14,000 words short of industry standard, and be rejected every single time, thus shattering myself over and over again because there is little hope of an agent picking up a women's fiction book that is so far below the standard of 80,000 words. Or I can add the words. After much deliberation, after speaking with my mentor, after speaking with my friend, and after speaking to the entire Women Fiction Writers Association that answers posts on Facebook, I have decided I'm just going to add the words. (laughs) This is frustrating because my query timeline is now thrown off, which throws off my... The beginning of my new project, which throws off possibly my research trip that I have planned in April. I'm not going to dwell on it. I'm not. I'm not going to dwell on it. Like any writer worth their salt, I'm focusing on the task at hand. I'm adding the word. The only way I'm going to get this book finished is one word at a time. Eventually, they will add up to 80,000 words, right? I have to believe that that's right. If not, what am I doing? (laughs) So that's my sort of sad news. I'm sad and frustrated that I'm not finished and I can't move forward with querying, but anything that makes the story stronger will be worth it, right, right? I really hope so. I don't want to be working on this book in March. I'm just, I've been working on this book since June of 2017. That's when I started the book and I love it. And I love the characters and they have just poured out of me at the times when I've been working on it because I was only able to, when I started writing it, I was still working full time. So I would get up at five o'clock in the morning and I would write as many words as possible before I had to get ready to go to work every day. And on weekends, I typically spend those with my family. So I usually don't write on the weekends unless it's in a, a journal, like a short story in a journal or something. So... I spent 2017 and, to, and the better part of 2018 getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning and writing as many words as possible. When I was fired in August of 2018, it presented me with an opportunity to be able to get in there and finish it. But all of those feelings that come with, with rejection when we get rejected for our work, those also happen when you get fired from a job that you've dedicated so many years of your life to. I know I don't have to tell you this, but I'm saying it anyway. I was not unhappy when I was fired. In fact, I often say that it was the best day of my life because it was. It's a very high pressure business and uh, somebody like me with an attitude like mine doesn't fit in well somewhere where the people just want you to be a mindless drone. And I don't say that to be negative toward my friends who still work there because they are not mindless drones. They're just treated like it. And that's not saying anything negative about the company. It, it, it just is what it is. I mean, that's the way work is. Not all Not all jobs, but in this particular field, the important part is getting out there and doing the actual work. And that's not what the office people do. Yeah, they keep things straight, but you know, whatever. Anyway, so even though I was pretty, pretty happy when I got fired, not happy at being fired, but happy to finally be released from this place that I didn't want to be at anymore, even though I was still giving Everything that I had to this job. If it wasn't appreciated, then I didn't want to be there anyway. But I still had all of these feelings, the feelings of rejection, the feelings of you let me go and you kept these other people who had done these these things that you do know about, and then these other things that you might not know about, but I suspect that you do. You fired me, who showed up, who did the job, who... (laughs) who got what they needed to get done, done. So I was dealing with all of those issues, and I didn't really start focusing on this book again until a few months after I got fired. So from June 2017 until August 2018, I was getting out through the week at 5 o'clock. I was writing this book. And then around November or December of 2018, I got in there, and I was finished I think I went back in, I think in November, December, I had right around 40,000 words when I really started focusing on it. And I was finished with the book around the first week, first or second week of January, I think. And I finished at about 57,000 words. So I knew that already when I finished this book, it was below industry standard because women's fiction, literary fiction, pretty much the standard for fiction at this moment. Not um, young adult fiction, not science fiction, but your mainstream fictions like literary fiction. I know people, some people hate it when it's put in a genre, but literary fiction is a genre. I'm sorry guys. So women's fiction, upmarket fiction, literary fiction, all three of those kind of My book could fit in with those, but again, those industry standards are 80,000 words. So last year, I went through the book, I had beta readers go through the book, I had critique partners go through portions of the book, and the story is good. Everyone, my mentor read the book, she wants to show it to her agent. The story is good, the book is good, the only problem is there's not enough words. So I was so excited to be finished last week, and I started writing my query letter. Well, I had been writing my query letter, but I really started to make headway with my query letter. If you don't know what a query letter is, it is an instrument that was created by Satan to make writers feel as inadequate as possible. Agents like query letters and publishers like query letters because it lets them know what the story is about. So, created by Satan, used by the publishing industry. I'm kidding, of course. But I was finally making progress with my query letter. I was finally getting to this point where I could send this out to these. I have my first round of agents researched. I have everything ready to go except for whenever I put, please, I can't remember the wording, but whenever I put my novel, Catching Fireflies, completed at 67,000 words, that gnawed at me. So I did some, some reading and some researching and I just said, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get picked up there. I don't think that there's an agent out there that's going to give me a chance. If I send them a women's fiction, that is 67,000 words. So I sent my mentor an email. I said, oh my gosh, I'm in crisis mode. What do I do? She said, okay, take it to the women's fiction community. And, you know, this is how I feel about it. It's a really great story. But I do see your concern because industry standard is 80000 So there was mixed when I took it to the women's fiction group. But the majority leaned in the same direction that I did. That I would just have to suck it up and add the words. So that's what I'll be doing for the next few weeks because I have I have a conservative goal set for myself for word count every day and today I have to be completely and totally transparent with you when I say January 14th, 2020 at 3:50 in the afternoon I still haven't even opened the file for the day so I don't think I'm going to hit that moderate workout today. We'll see. I still have plenty of time. My husband is out of town. So perhaps I will get some work done tonight after all. Who knows? <sighs> Guys, if you pray, no, yes, pray for me. <laughs> and if you send good vibes, send them my way, please, because I need everything that I can get and I appreciate it. <laughs> Okay, so switching gears because I don't wanna harp on this too much, it's depressing enough. I'm gonna to talk to you a little bit about my goals for 2020. And I, like I said earlier, I don't typically like to set goals because there's something in my brain that the moment I set a goal, it says, oh, oh, you think this is what I'm going to do? Let me just show you how we're not going to do that. So I, hesitantly set these goals for myself. I tried to make them very achievable. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> so my first goal is to read more. Now we all know what Stephen King says. It is a quote that is brandished around. It's a good one though. I'm not saying anything about that. It's it's a really good one. If you want to be a good writer, read a lot and write a lot. And at the moment I don't do much of either. I have really productive days with writing, and then I have not so productive days with writing. And that's not to say I'm not thinking about my stories all the time, but yes, thinking about writing is kind of writing, but it's not. So, and I definitely don't read a lot. I had my goal on Goodreads set for 30 books last year, and I was nine books short. Yes, I know. Some of you out there read hundreds of books a year. And yes, I envy you. Me, I can't even manage to read 30. And I think two of those were flukes because Goodreads doesn't have a selection that you can put did not finish. It's either on your shelves or not on your shelves. So... My plan is to read more. I don't read a lot of books by men. So I'm going to try to read a few more titles that are written by men. Right now I'm reading Alyssa Cole's trilogy. um, The Loyal League. I think it's the Loyal League trilogy. The first one was... I'm always forgetting the name. It was a fantastic book. I read it in one day. An Extraordinary Union perhaps. And... Now I'm reading A Hope Divided. Very, very good. I love her voice. I love the stories. I went and read some of the reviews and they were like, I'm sorry, I just can't buy that a white man was digging having a relationship with a black woman in 1862. I understand why they would feel that way, but I I can't concur because um, my field of study was, was the Civil War when I was training to be a historian, so yeah. I won't get into that because history bores people. But anyway, I'm reading the Alyssa Cole Trilogy now. So good. She's not a dude. She's not a man. I'm sorry, I didn't, need, I didn't mean to use dude. She's not a man, but it is a genre that I don't typically write. Um, I'm sorry, I don't typically read. I don't write it either. So what I'm trying to do this year is read more titles by artists or by writers that I typically wouldn't read, like men, and also to try and read genres that I typically don't read, like romance, which is what Alyssa Cole's trilogy is considered. I I don't really consider it romance because it's not heavy on the romance, and I thought that romance had to be 80%. The romance aspect of it had to be 80%. I consider it more of a historical fiction, but... It could just be the voice and the style makes it feel less like a romance novel, less like the romance novels that I have read, and more like a historical fiction. So I'm really enjoying those, and I have a couple of titles. I've got my to-be-read list for the next couple of months. Most of it is nonfiction because I'm researching um, drug, drug and alcohol addiction. And then in April, I'm back to researching my coal miners. So anyway, that's my first goal. Read more. My second goal is to write more. As I said, some days I'm very productive with my writing and some days I'm just not. So I plan to write more. I plan to write more short stories, more flash fiction, and definitely more of my novels. I need to bust them out it takes me about a year and a half to write a book and that's a little bit too long so number three less television which I've kind of done but it's only because of number four which my goal is to have less game time my husband and I are are kind of addicted to state of decay too so we don't watch a whole lot of television but we do play a whole lot of state of decay too so my fourth goal is less game time. Total transparency, I just played the game this afternoon from 2 o'clock to 3 o'clock, so that's a goal that's going to be tough. (laughs) Number five, I I want to gain more industry knowledge so that I'm not out of the loop, I guess. So I'll be reading more in-depth reports about what's going on in the publishing world. Maybe that will benefit you guys that listen. Number six, more movement. I am very sedentary. I always have been. I've never really been one to care much about exercising. But I'm 41 years old now. So it's probably time I get my ass out of the chair and move around. (laughs) And my final goal is to do more writing and reading vlogs on my YouTube channel. I haven't done a proper video on YouTube for several months, so I want to get back to that. It's a lot of fun to do videos. I have big self-image issues, so doing videos helps with that somehow. When I was doing my jewelry business last year, I, I did live shows twice a week on Facebook, so I was in front of the camera for about an hour, two times a week, and I don't know, just it doesn't, it helps somehow. It's it's weird. Maybe it's just my brain. I don't know. But I'm very self-conscious. And I know as writers, especially when we really start to get to the marketing aspect, we need to get out there and have our faces shown. And I need to get used to that, I suppose. So those are my seven goals for 2020. I don't know if I'll add any. I don't know if I'll be successful with these, but I am going to try. That's all we can do. I'm trying to talk to my brain to say, look, these goals aren't that bad. We're already trying them (laughs) to see if maybe it'll play along this time. (laughs) We'll see. That is all that I've got for you this week. Hopefully, I'll have a better update for you next week. Like, oh my gosh, I wrote 2,000 words every single day after I recorded. And this is what I have now. And I'm finished. and I'm going to query. But don't get too excited because that's probably not going to be the update next week. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy this podcast, please hit the little heart or the like or whatever it is that's below or beside the podcast that you listen to. I'm on Podbean, I'm on iHeartRadio, and I am on iTunes. So however you can show me on there that you like it, that would be super. If you want to share me with your friends, I'm down with it. And if you want to comment that would be fantastic as well. I think that the more likes or subscriptions, and I don't know if comments really have much to do with it, but I know the more likes and subscriptions that I get, the more often they will show my podcast. So if you guys help me out with that, I will be forever grateful. <laughs> I was gonna say forever in your debt, but that's that's major. <laughs> I will be extremely grateful. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. That is where I am the most active. I'm on Twitter as at Sabie Eller. And this podcast also has a Twitter account. It's at writing thing pod. And you can find me on Instagram under Say B Eller as well. If you want to know more about me, you can go to my website, which is saywordbler.com. I'll definitely put that down in the description. Thank you so much for listening this week and all the weeks that you listen. If this is your first time, welcome and thank you for joining us. And if this is your 16th time, thank you so much for sticking around. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.